1: here's john and
0: aaron welcome welcome one and all welcome into the scotty johnny podcast i'm your not so humble host jonathan barnett and with me as
1: per usual is aaron flottam okay hey john what's going on man uh busy weekend for wisconsin sports it, minus the football team in red
0: right the, the cardinal and white were not playing football but we had uh we did have some, some big, big news from uh, from Cardinal Red this weekend, uh, the Badgers. Oh, God, yeah. Getting a national championship uh, along the way, but we'll get into all of that. Uh, yes. Once again, Huge. thank you for joining us this week. We're not sure how long we'll go. We're kind of bouncing that around pre-show here, but we'll see how it goes and uh, exactly how Aaron will lead us to uh, an hour-and-a-half show. Uh, but- right. <laughs> <laughs> But either yes. way, thank you again for joining us this week from wherever it is you are, uh, Wisconsin, United States, and around the world. Uh, we we greatly appreciate having you with us and having the opportunity to talk to you week in and uh, week out. Uh, just uh, remind you that we are on Twitter. The show itself, you can follow it at Scanni Johnny Pod. You can follow me if you would like to do so, which you should like to do so. I'm an interesting guy. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Not So Humble Host. And Aaron, I know you're on Twitter. I follow you. My father follows you. My, my children follow you that are old
1: enough to follow. Where do they? Which find one's you? Andy? Which one's Andy Barnett? That's my dad. Is that your uncle?
0: Oh, uh, that is your dad. That's yeah, my that's dad. Your dad.
1: Uh, no, <laughs> I think one of your uncle. One of your. Do you have an uncle that's on Twitter too? I have several uncles who I believe are on Twitter at this point. Yes, several. Yeah, there was another Barnett that I didn't. I know I know who. Anyways, yes, no, I saw another one. You've got an uncle that was commenting on something I did too. Ah, hey, John, you can find me at Cheddar Talk at (laughs) Cheddar Talk. Uh, that's that's my handle, if you will, like the truckers say, as they say, as they say, good buddy. (laughs) Tain' for all right. Is that you, Ted? Is that you, Teddy Bear? (laughs) That is a reference to a very old old country song. Yeah. Looks exactly. like we got us a convoy. 10-4, teddy bear.
0: <laughs> All right, Papa's, right.
1: Com- Papa's coming home.
0: All right. Uh, we'll get everything kicking right away, though. Um, we'll find out what we're going to do to elongate this show later. But uh, let's kick everything off right away with what we like to call our main event. Starting things off with
1: the main event. All
0: right, we'll start everything off with Packers, just because we like to start everything off with Packers, and everybody's uh everybody's here to talk Packers if there's Packers to be talked about, and there is. Oh, there the are. Either way, Whew. what a game, Aaron! What a yeah, it was it was a nail biter. What a game, and it should not have been. The Packers could have put this away, and um, they kind of felt like they had it done, up fourteen
1: yeah that four yeah. that that that, that foreign out that uh baltimore did at their own 29 should turn into more than just a field goal i feel like but anyhow that, at least... I, I i felt like i felt like larry was going to throw the dagger uh, right out right after they didn't get it on fourth down like because it was like well because at that point rogers was just carving you know like he was he was dad with the knife at thanksgiving like just <laughs> absolutely taking that bird apart but uh it, uh, yeah, no, it it, uh, it definitely turned quickly at the end there. Yeah, and that's,
0: I guess that's the hardest part, is like that game really should have just been done. There, there was no reason, uh, I mean, they should have been able to bleed more clock or something or make, make it work there because I'm just trying to see exactly when that uh, drive started. So that's the, when we get that field goal, start that field goal drive with 11.56 left. In the game, all right, when they the, right. the give us the ball, there's 11.56 left, Packers pass short for six yards, use a timeout, run for one yard, short pass for loss of six. That was the weird one, too, like through for a loss of six. If you had uh, Devontae Adams <laughs> on your team, like somebody I know, uh, that yeah. was a play where if you our league is you know half PPR. And then suddenly you've got, yay, half point for the catch. And then he loses six yards. You're like, I lost a tenth of a point there. Or, yeah. you know, Aaron's wife lost a tenth of a
1: point there. Ha- Holly is not happy with you right now. Yeah, it's not my fault. I <laughs> uh, think Then they used a time it, out was again. It wasn't was 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 your fault that Hill and, uh, Hill and Mahomes decided to go gangbusters on oh, Thursday yeah. night. So. And uh, sadly, I also had
0: Andrews in this game. But uh, we'll talk about that <laughs> later. Anyhow. Uh, and then yeah, an incomplete pass too. Just and using two timeouts on that drive, like what right. is it about Matt Lafleur that makes him hate having timeouts towards the end of halves?
1: Like just using them, well, it's kind of, in, it, insane. It's like, it's like it's like it's it's like sick days at work. If you don't use them, you lose them. So
0: yeah, I mean, but <laughs> there was a minute there. There was a hot minute at that end of that game where you're like, man. um, 42 seconds left and they're about to go in on a two-point conversion, aren't they? Like you you just right. feel like they were going in for two. Right. I I didn't think we were stopping them. Um somewhere no. I don't know why and I told my wife this, it's a completely insane thought on my part, but mm-hmm. I felt very calm in that moment as all of that mm-hmm. was happening and I was like it's okay. They left Aaron 42 seconds. They're going to get this two-point conversion because we can't stop them. But um, we're going to kick a field goal right. to win this. Right. Because I, I don't know why I thought that, but I was like, that's, that's what's going to happen.
1: And then well, because was, the, it, cause, cause, cause the evolution of how much time to leave on the clock for a quarterback with or without timeouts has evolved from they well, left him with three minutes. That's too much time, John, to, uh, well, he <laughs> left, him, uh, left him two minutes. That's too much time, Al, to, well, left him a minute. <laughs> that, uh, that he might be able to get the field goal range too. Now it's, well, he left him 35 seconds on the clock with no timeouts, and they scored a touchdown to take a two-point lead. Um, Aaron yeah, Rodgers yeah. might win this game still. Right, because <laughs> it's, it's that him and Tom Brady have have, have, have destroyed the, well, if you leave him with less than a minute, the game's over. You know, that's Aaron Rodgers does, does the most damage under one minute left in the game. I wish they'd just play like that the whole game and the biggest
0: reason for a lot of that is um since you know even just since the 80s or since the early 2000s the cleats are better the turf is better the right. gloves are better uh pass interference mm-hmm. is everywhere you can't touch or do anything to anybody uh right. and you know you just yeah, it's just so much easier to pass the ball long mm-hmm. ways down the field and quickly get out or quickly get the ball down like you can't do anything so right. yeah yeah, it's easier to do those sorts of things now. Um but either way, I really felt they were going to be there and it, it all got it was all a moot point because we didn't have to see any of that because for once in the you know our, our you know the, the last decade here, the last we'll say just in Aaron Rodgers' career, of course you give up that touchdown and of course you give up that lead. It just happens right. every time. That's that's what we've come to expect from this team, this defense. And uh they kind of did but not quite they only gave up 30 you know gave up 13 down with mm-hmm. a 14 point lead only gave up 13 All
1: right that, that's, that's that's a that's a winning equation no matter how right? you do the math <laughs> technically that's the right answer which is the best kind of right answer <laughs> the best type so, of correct yes actually and, and and actually my 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 favorite play of the game um <laughs> as they were lining up and larry even was talking about it because as always i listen to larry and wayne um I kept saying Larry, I mean, Wayne, I thought Wayne was going to throw the dagger. Excuse me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was what I meant to say earlier. Uh, you know, Wayne was talking about how, you know, Justin Tucker's the best kicker ever. And like, he's got multiple different onside kicks. And I was just like, Oh God, here we go. Um, cause yeah. I thought for sure they were going to get the onside kick. And then, uh, AJ Dillon uh, grabbed the ball like a man and didn't <laughs> go anywhere with it. And like I, that men. was the play of the, you know, wh- the, if it was any other special teams in the league, I, I wouldn't have been afraid, but I've seen this story before, yeah. not just in years past, but this season. So, uh, I was happy to, that. that's where I was really freaking out. was on the outside kick. It is because, again, just because, because, because if they would have recovered it, where AJ Dillon got it, Justin Tucker might be able to make a field goal from that far away.
0: Yeah. It's hard on turf outdoors <laughs> in the cold, but yeah, I don't doubt it. I, I, I don't doubt Justin Tucker. <laughs> no, I don't. Cause he could d- probably do it, but either way, he put it um, off the
1: crossbar for style points. <laughs> just for fun. Against the Lions. Just for the fun of it.
0: Yeah, this is... um, Again, the special teams come up so small. Giving a, a really short field to Baltimore early uh, when Yadam just runs into a guy. Just, just, you know, the punt returner is waving his arms and he's like... Like a bull in a ring. He's like, movement? I'll go hit that. Yeah, was that, was, just, that was terrible. Yeah, it was Ridiculous.
1: Um, just the lack of that, discipline,
0: just the lack yeah, of discipline out there.
1: Kickoff return, uh, brought back. by a had a big, the burst, big, first big kickoff return of the year called yeah. back. Yeah. By a penalty. Um, and did, it was uh, a useless one did, it was ro- did, way at the did, end. Did, yeah. Did Rogers muff any punts? I feel like he must've right. No, no, he was he, he, he wasn't, wasn't, he wasn't, so re- wasn't returning. He, retu- he wasn't returning punts at the end of the game. I noticed.
0: No, not so, by the end. I mean, did, uh the Chandick Sullivan out there just, mm-hmm. just wave your hands and catch it. That's all you gotta do. Just just stay right. normal and catch that ball. Um yeah biggest things so I he, mean is Terrell Buckley available?
1: Oh geez, no. He was a good no. punt returner. He was a pretty decent punt returner, yeah. Um, he wasn't a good corner. It wasn't a good cornerback, but he was a good punt no. returner. No,
0: and and we were talking about this this was brought up on Packer post game Two weeks ago, after the Bears win, where it's like, yeah, things just institutionally, the Packers don't keep uh, just a guy to be a special teamer. You know, I mean, they draft those sorts. They're going out and they're drafting guys who can, you know, the tight ends, the um, the mm-hmm. players like that who you know, linebackers. Those are the types of guys who end up being special teams players. Uh, generally speaking, they're that more versatile. Um, running through things, you know, making blocks, all that sort of stuff. But yeah. um, I guess that's... Uh, or, e- or
1: even or even players who didn't necessarily play special teams in college, but when they're drafted, the chances of them actually playing on the team in any other capacity besides special teams, th- they're explained right off the bat, hey, you, you need to learn special teams. If you're going to be on this team, you're going to be special teams first. And if you just happen to get into the game as a wide receiver, then you get into the game. I mean... What, what happened to the days of Via Sikahema? I mean, I remember having his I football Sikahema. card when I was a kid. He was a punt returner or KR slash WR. His job was kick returner. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's like it's like we haven't had a good special team since <laughs> uh, the late great Fritz Shermer was wandering the sidelines. I mean, he was yeah. a defensive coordinator. Besides, so. <laughs> no, who was the special teams guy? I I'd have to go back and look at that, but. Shermer was the defensive. Shermer's yeah. defensive. Wow, made me look, made myself look like an idiot. That's all right.
0: <laughs> We're good. It's just fun to say Fritz Shermer, right? It's, that's, friend, it's that's just it's a fun to name. say via Sekahama. was so good. Uh, Cardinals, <laughs> and then with the Packers for a year or two think, there. Yet, yeah, yeah
1: there was. Um, there's there's your winner for like the year for <laughs> random Packer <laughs> from there the past.
0: Go. God, that's a good callback too. Yeah, that a, was a good
1: poll. That was a good poll. Holy smokes. I can't believe I he, thought of that one.
0: He's in the uh, Tecmo Super Bowl, the 1991 roster with the Cardinals. But anyhow. Wow. Biggest player for Baltimore, just saving them time and time again, Mark Andrews. I, and I'm, I'm sure everybody was going to say, like, oh, Tyler Huntley. Well, here's the fun stat I was going to give you, Aaron, and I saved this mm. just to, for the show. We we're kind of talking about this. First off, I'll say this. The first touchdown throw to Mark Andrews, if he's not 6'5 and diving like Superman, there's no human being who catches that ball. There, there's like right. four guys who can make that play, and he was one of them. It wasn't bad coverage. that right. It was kind of a bad throw, but he's got a guy who can get there. Uh, the other one was also just kind of a, I'm a gigantic human being doing stuff. So... Mark Andrews gets 10 catches on 13 targets for 136 yards and two touchdowns.
1: I mean that's Kelsey like work right
0: there. Right. That that if that was a quarterback rating would be 149.36. That's the quarterback rating when throwing to Mark Andrews. All right. That's incredible. Now, Huntley was 18 of 27 for 76 yards, no touchdowns, no picks to everybody else on the team. That is a 70.14 rating. That is below average. That is not good. That is that is um that is Tim Couch. That is Justin Fields. That's what are you talking are. about?
1: <laughs> that 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 rating got Tim Tebow to the AFC championship game. <laughs> That's man. true. Uh
0: but yeah. Um his running Definitely hurt the Packers, and the biggest reason why is because they never seem to adjust for it. Right, like anytime he well, wanted to kind of well, go to the end,
1: we were we were doing a regular pass rush like he was a normal guy. You know, right. Well, the, and they they brought it up in the post game too, and back to the special team things. Matzik brought that up in the post game on the Mike Matzik brought that up on the Packer post game right, again, right. and same thing. Just institutionally, the Packers just don't care about special teams. It's gonna come back to bite them in the butt. Um, But he also brought that one up too. Was a uh, um, the absence of Kenny Clark up the middle, because yeah. that's where a lot of Huntley did his damage, running straight up the middle, and somewhere around the middle of the third quarter, I remember just saying to myself, you know, being a avid uh, NCAA football player on uh, PS3 and looking forward to the days we get to play it again, John. Yes, may, may God may may God help us. Mm-hmm. Um, what the the one defense I ran all the time, all the time when I played D end is quarterback spy like you'd always have a spy somewhere like just (laughs) so their quarterback wouldn't go running on you and somewhere like I'm like why is nobody like following this dude nobody was the spying was being done with the linebacker
0: like Campbell would sometimes hang back there for it but he's not keeping up with Hundley that was right exactly
1: the kid is fast like he's legitimately as fast as Lamar Jackson Um, that's not hyperbole he's that fast uh, but, uh, as soon as like Gary would get him out of the pocket, like G- Gary, couldn't catch him and there's no one there. Like everyone else was 10 yards downfield and they'd be like a surprise every time. Like, oh my God, this guy's running in the secondary. Oh, oh. and it's like, cause it's, I mean, like you said, Campbell was there a little bit like, who did they have to cover besides Mark and Mark Andrews? They could cover yep. everybody else. Keith on
0: Brown, Devin DeVornay, uh, Tylan Wallace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rashad Bateman, who had one catch on two
1: targets for five. I mean, Bateman's nice. Hollywood Brown's nice, but there's nothing, nothing, nothing that Stokes and uh, uh, Douglas can't take care of. Right. I mean, one on one, you know, basically, especially with Huntley slinging the ball, if I mean, don't get me wrong, if there's even Lamar Jackson back there slinging the ball, then you have to put a little bit more respect on field. But I mean, they put no respect on the strength of that quarterback, which was his legs and like without fail like w- until the end of the game like john he could have probably ran that two point conversion in oh yeah he should have he he should have it, he if he would have stopped when he threw the ball if he hadn't have his mind made up to andrews and was looking him down from the middle and he took the snap if he would have just planted his foot and went upfield he would have been in well like the still to, weren't if that's a better throw up.
0: if that's a better throw that's a that's a two point conversion because that throw was behind right. him so badly that a- a guy who was not
1: covering him almost got to it. And Marquise Brown was wide open in the back of the end zone too. But anyways, we, we digress. But I mean, like, again, like even on the most important play of the game, they weren't shadowing him at all. Like there was no one, like he could have just cut it upfield and scored the two point conversion. Like what, what, what's the major malfunction? Like the one, the only thing that is killing you, two things, Mark Andrews, who he's looking at from the snap, and his legs and they yeah. literally did nothing to take care of either one <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah those were really the only two things on this defense because um they didn't run the ball particularly well against the packers that you know they had a couple good plays they had a couple decent drives that had some that featured some good running latavius murray is still he's underrated
1: everywhere yeah, he goes he's, he's he's been underrated his whole life his I don't whole know life he's never been every, a, every, everywhere he he's goes. never been a number one back either and that's sad because he's good
0: yeah he's very good um Yeah, Devontae Freeman wasn't much of anything there. But, I mean, yeah, Tyler Huntley was able to – I mean, the biggest thing was he he just got outside. It looked like the number of times Gary rushed in and, like, looped inside. And you're like, well, he just went outside then. And the couple plays where he decided, I'm not going to get the sack here, but I'm going to keep him to my inside shoulder. And and he had a couple there, and then at least he, he can't actually catch him if he needs to. But mm. when he tried to run outside, he could at least string it out enough that help could get to him. And that, that kept it to shorter runs. He was getting five yards down those last couple of drives. Just nobody's open, nobody's open. Well, and by nobody, I mean he's only looking at, at Mark Andrews because he's the only guy he was throwing to well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he was just like, yeah, uh, he's not open. I guess I'll run. And it worked. Right. So that's exactly what he needed to do. I... So, yeah.
1: And and that's what kills me too about that pass rush is that they could have literally taken a three-man rush against him because that dude was hair trigger to get out of the pocket and just left one defensive lineman back to clog the middle to make him go outsides instead of just running straight up the field, which he did a number of times. Yeah. You know, but the one thing Matzik did bring up in the post game, which should be a little bit of a relief to the Packers and Packers fans from that aspect is come the playoffs we shouldn't be seeing any quarterbacks like that at all the only one who is in the division that's like that is Justin Fields who by the way as I'm watching that in the background the only reason the Vikings are winning is because the Bears are so inept it's They're ridiculous and field is speaking of hair trigger to get out of the pocket and just bad throws <laughs> um, just overthrew yet another touchdown They, anyways Red zone three times in the last five minutes and haven't scored a single point anyways. um, But uh, come the playoffs, I mean, who we got Tom Brady. um, Oh, Kyler Murray. We'd have to worry about Kyler Murray. However, Packers did a really good job against him uh, when they played him. Uh, He had, he got, he got his against the Packers. There's no, no doubt he got some yards with his feet because he is probably the fastest quarterback in the league. Um, However, the Packers did a good job of containing him for whatever reason. They didn't run the same defense against uh, the backup from Baltimore. Um, (laughs) So, but beyond that, you got Tom Brady, you got Stafford. um, Don't have to worry about Russell Wilson. He won't be there. Um, Whoever, you know, Dak, Dak's got good legs, but he's not a speedster. I'm not yeah, scared of the mobile. Cowboys at all. So, I mean, I, I, there's there's no, like, fast quarterback. So, I, I guess we don't really have to worry about that, even going forward for the rest of the season, really, except for we don't play. Yeah, we already beat the Bears twice. So, yeah, I mean, I guess there's that. There's there's yeah. that we can take away from it.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, Still, so next week they're, they're going to be playing Cleveland, who just lost a heartbreaker in Monday night part one, I guess. Whatever you want yeah. to call that. Um, yeah, they just <sighs> losing by two on a last second field goal to the Raiders. Uh, the Browns who fall just, to 7 just, and 7.
1: Just, the Raiders, who just got destroyed by the Chiefs two weeks ago and lost to. Uh, yeah. But they lose to last week? The Titans, right? Yeah. No. Oh, I forget. It doesn't much
0: matter. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. 7 to 7 Browns playing in Lambeau. And. Here's the other fun part: is the very next touchdown that Aaron Rodgers throws will set the Packer career record, right? Will you I'm, be there? No, I won't be there this time. Okay. Um, but yeah, it'll be. Um, I think that that's one where the Packers should should easily win again, hopefully. And it just they've got some good defense with Cleveland. Um, this is just one of those teams where really just it, they are not the sum of their parts. You know, I mean, right. it, you look at the piece that they've got on that defense and on that offense, and you just sit there and go. How how does this team go seven and seven, and especially when you say right. they're in a division where just nobody wants to win that division, Just right. n- Nobody wants to take hold of that division. Baltimore is trying like crazy, and they just can't get it done. Um, yeah, they, they get. Oh, close. I did.
1: Yeah, be, before we move on to that game, before and and saying that about Baltimore too. Baltimore is trying like mad. Um, Wayne said this yesterday too. And this is another thing that, uh, before we let the the Baltimore game go, I wanted to say this, sorry, I know you're trying to move on to Cleveland. No, no, no. We're um, good. We got time. Man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wayne, like Wayne said, the other thing about Baltimore, like the other thing is I'm not going to poo poo the win and a close win against Baltimore because Baltimore's tough. John Harbaugh is a very good coach. Yeah. He has been since he's gotten to this league. He's always been the innovator. He's always kind of been a riverboat gambler too. So, like, with the two-point conversions, whatever. It like, I think he made the right decision at the end, uh, knowing that he was going up against uh, Rodgers in overtime. He didn't want to take that chance. And for the second time in three weeks, he was wrong. But anyways, uh, well, the other thing that the Baltimore Ravens do very well, and Wayne brought this one up, is they do not miss as a – like Wayne said this, not as a rule, but as a law. Uh, they don't miss on their first-round draft picks. So, even on years when they're down, they always have a lot of talent. You know, so uh, Baltimore's just, they're trying. They really are. So, but I mean, they're trying to win the division, but they can't because of everything going wrong here and there. But anyways, back to the Browns now, like you were saying.
0: Well, and actually that was the game last week. As I'm thinking back on it, it was the, the Browns got out to a big lead over Baltimore and then Baltimore walked their way back into it again, but then lost at the end. Right. So, you know, that's the same sort of thing there. I mean, this is, this is a game where we're looking at ESPN's uh, Power Football Index or Football Power Index, whatever it is, the FPI, I guess. Yeah. Packers are nearly a 70% favorite in this game. I'm not okay. seeing an over-under or anything on this just yet. But, yeah, this is this is one where I mean, we'll see. We're still but hoping clearly, to see what, what comes up with Kenny Clark, uh, Billy mm-hmm. Turner. Hopefully we
1: can start seeing what's coming up there. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, Cle- and Cleveland's not the sum of their parts either, but I mean like the meme, you know, going into uh into Saturday when they were supposed to play before the game got moved was just the 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 the, the, the gif of um gif if you will for everybody else who pronounces it <laughs> wrong um of Jon Snow standing there holding a sword while the cal- Calvary is coming at him. We're like, it's just him versus the Calvary, right. From game of Thrones. Yeah, And that was about Nick Chubb. Like that was going to be Nick Chubb against, against the Raiders because you know, Cleveland had everybody out. Like they didn't have, like they were out of backups and uh, you know, you wait two days and you get some players back, but I I don't think they were a hundred percent. And I listened to an interview with Austin Hooper the other day too. And um. Of course you always say the right things about your teammates, but there was just something about the way Hooper talked, like um uh um Mayfield has not lost that locker room. Um That's interesting. And he's been battling through some injuries that haven't made the light of day, um, by the sounds of it. Like he's just kind of been working through some stuff and uh the, the players at Cleveland like him a lot. He's a very likable dude. Like his commercials are the best. The oh, latest yeah. one with he's Alice. Funny that way. Latest one with Alice Cooper. Oh God, I was laughing my butt off when I saw that the first time. That was great. That was very but good. uh I mean that's the reason why I say I hope he stays on as quarterback in Cleveland just for those commercials. It's the best ad campaign they got going on right now. Um, but anyways, so um they've got some of the best players in football. Nick Chubb, maybe arguably the best running back. Um uh what's his name over on the other side of the ball? The defensive end. Yeah, Garrett, Miles um, Garrett. Miles Garrett, he's stupid. You know, they've got you know, they, they've they got, got a big steal in
0: Donovan Peoples Jones too. That's that's a guy yeah. we were talking about, like, man, second round pick if Donovan Peoples Jones is there it would be huge for the Packers. And right. he went to Cleveland in the third? No. Yep. Was he a fourth round pick? He was I don't think I think it was a day three pick. It's ridiculous yeah. either way.
1: You might and they still have Njoku too, right? Like at tight end as well, along with Austin Hooper. I don't and know Beeple. if they still have him actually, but yeah,
0: Hooper, it, Hooper's yeah. who's overpaid for what he gives you, but you he's know, he's overpaid,
1: but he's overpaid, but he's borderline uh, pro bowler. You know, he's not a bad tight end. Um, They've got a good line. I mean, it's just their defense has really good pieces. It's just, they can't, I don't know. It's the Cleveland curse, man. And I feel bad for him because it's, they've done a good job and they've got a good coach. I just don't. I don't know, and I don't think they have much of a chance against the Packers next no. weekend either.
0: No, I mean no. the receiving core is nice. It's not. It's not world beater. It's. It's very nice, and it's the si- same sort of group that yeah, the Packers should be able to cover. and should be able to stick with. Um, the running game is the thing that they're definitely going to have to to come at the Packers with. Um, Latavius Murray was able to to just kind of roll through this team. He only got seven carries, but if the Packers can get a lead and force the Browns to have to throw, that's probably the best position for us. Mm-hmm. Um Mayfield is what, he's uh look at this thirteen touchdowns, seven picks on the year. So I mean he's he, he's nice but not great. Um Correct. he seems he seems super fun in those commercials, but I still do remember uh what was it three years ago when they weren't good? And he's in the tunnel and somebody yells something at him and he starts like cursing out his own fans like right. from the tunnel rather than just ignoring it and going on. And I was like, fire is good when you're winning. Fire is so good when you're winning and it can be pretty right. terrible when you start losing. So, I mean, this this stuff works.
1: Right. For I now. think he's I, I think he's grown up a little bit, though. I think that college. Yeah, Baker, maybe Mayfield is a little bit. Well College Baker Mayfield was way got, worse. Yeah. Oh God, grabbing his crotch at the fifty-yard line—that was great, but come on, um, yeah. <laughs> it was good for entertainment. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he, uh, you know, I, 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 think, I think he's gotten knocked around enough that he's not like that anymore. But uh, yeah, I think his skill set is just nice it's too it's nice but it's not great and it's too bad too because you really want to see that team win but uh yeah i don't think the packers outside of you know getting gashed by the three-headed monster that is their running game um i don't know and coming off you know and i just i just love uh, i heard vikings fans today Complaining, oh, the Packers get all the luck. They're going to get. Cleveland was supposed to have an extra day off before they played the Packers, and now they're going to oh, play yeah. the the Packers on a short week. Well, they're playing yeah. a Monday Night Football week, which is a shortish week. And coming from Vikings fans that are going to play a Rams team that plays tomorrow. <laughs> that's that's true.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. That's, so I,
1: I didn't <laughs> think about that part in terms of what
0: they're going to have to get, but yeah, that's going to be. It is an advantage for the Packers. We we they took them. Kind of threw off their whole week. Made them play on right. Monday night. Um, make them fly then from from uh, there to to Lambo. Yeah, still. I mean, it's a regular Monday. At least they had an early game on Monday too. So, right, they got some time here. Yeah, getting the Tuesday games. That's those are the weird ones. We're
1: just like, what, what is right. happening here? I mean, there, there, there's no uh, there's no uh, template for how to run a Tuesday game oh, week. I the mean, other thing though is. You're forgetting
0: the Packers play on Christmas Day, right? So Bucks and Packers Christmas
1: Day. It's gonna be mm-hmm. fabulous. <laughs> yeah, because well, well, and the Packers play at three thirty, right?
0: Uh, what is? Because uh, I think I think the, I think yes. the Bucks
1: have the noon game. Yeah, I'm not 3:30. sure. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the I think the Bucks play at noon and they play at three thirty, which would be perfect. Yeah. So yeah, it's three thirty. So yeah, it should be should be a great, yes. great day. <laughs> It was funny in the post-game interview when Aaron Andrews was talking to Aaron Rodgers. We didn't even talk about how good Aaron Rodgers was in that game yesterday. But anyhow, um, uh, there were some really good passes in yesterday's game. Some okay passes that were I like the too, um,
0: Aaron Andrews couple um, corrections she made. The first one was something like, talk about Farvey, and that means Brett Favre. And we're like, yeah, we know. Nobody, nobody calls him Favre. The one Farvey. Nobody was, calls him Farvey. The one that was funny was she was talking about quoted Wink Martindale saying what she said at first was he wanted Aaron to come away hurt from the game. She's like, I have to go back and correct that. He didn't say that. He said I want him to come back sore. You know, like he <laughs> like wanted to say like that she, they were not advocating specifically playing to hurt people. <laughs> I was like, Well, right. okay, yeah. No, I don't think Wink Martindale was dumb enough to say that. But yeah, okay,
1: right. nice. Uh, I, I did I did like how he, he finished off the interview with like, he's like, yeah, so I guess it's uh, oh, you're gonna be there. Where else would you want to be other than Green Bay on Christmas? you know like, yeah Aaron. Andrews. I don't know. so I, I'd love to be I'd love to be at that game. Yeah, that'd be fantastic, but they're gonna be super expensive tickets, small. <laughs> this is true. I, All I, right. I look I look today. If I wanted to go solo, it might cost me two hundred bucks, but I'm like, dear God. Yeah.
0: I think this is when the Packers win by, you know, ten. I think they're gonna yeah. pull ahead. Browns will probably get a late touchdown to make it look a little better, but I think the Packers win this by ten. They do have to stop the kind of slow starts that they've had the last couple weeks with you know, the Bears <laughs> and the the Ravens this last week too. The mm-hmm. slow starts, you know, being being in a game at halftime that they should be up. And then killing teams in the third
1: quarter is great, but right.
0: it would be really nice to play two halves of
1: football again. I was going to say if they're on par for the last couple of weeks, if the if the new nor- I think the new normal for the Packers is uh, let the inferior team either be tied or take a three point lead into halftime, and then come out and just smoke them in the third period. Yeah, but uh, the third per- period, well, you could
0: be like uh, Tampa and and wait till the fifth quarter to try to start scoring. Right,
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
0: That was right. so fun to watch. All right, and the other thing, you know, I guess just saying with Tampa, Tampa Bay losing Tom Brady, once he lost his top two receivers, looked like slow Taysom Hill, as I said on Twitter. <laughs> um, he was just missing guys, and uh, yeah, you take away his top two guys, and you know, it's so great watching Bucks fans like, well, he lost two receivers. We're like, well, Aaron Rodgers went on the road with his top three receivers out and his left tackle yeah. and his starting center. He also, you know, like against an undefeated Arizona team on the road and then won. Right. So, and won. <laughs> and threw several touchdowns, like scored a bunch of right. points on that defense. And um, what did you do at home against New Orleans with Taysom Hill at quarter? Their backup quarterback. They're, they're at their they're backup, backup quarterback. He's
1: not even a quarterback. He's so bad. I don't know he's why terrible. they keep trotting him out there. So many
0: sunk oh, costs. They, they've sunk so much into him. This idea that he is something
1: it's the sun he's got he's will. got a he's got a pop gun his arm he's I mean not to disparage my favorite quarterback of all time Matt Flynn but he's got an arm <laughs> like Matt he's got an arm like Matt Flynn man a uh, Matt Flynn the had national a better champion arm Matt does. Flynn Na, national champion Super Bowl champion Matt Flynn right um had a uh had a better arm than Taysom Hilded and Matt Ryan did not have a good arm, or Matt Matt Ryan Matt Matt Ryan has a great arm. Matt exactly. Flynn, <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, Matt Flynn doesn't have that great of an arm, and he can out throw Taysom Hill by about fifty yards. You know, like yeah. off his back foot. You know, yeah. it's Taysom Hill, man. Like he has to heave the ball forty five yards. He's nice when he was doing what he was doing when Drew Brees was there, but he is not starting caliber quarterback like. They got to have somebody else besides him, man. Like, it, I mean, they just won nine zero, but, yeah, it's whatever. But, yeah, anyways, Tampa Bay, yeah, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay. They're three games back on the Packers now, right? Two games?
0: Um, I think they're, they're one whole game now, but we had tie tiebreaker on them. <laughs> right. So everybody is a game back at the Packers. Packers are alone in first place, which is fantastic for now.
1: I know we, we have you, to thank the we have to thank the Lions too. The Lions. That was that was unexpected. I yeah. was a huge lion. I mean, I've been a Lions fan more this year than I ever have before. I was cheering for them on Thanksgiving against the Bears, the next week against the, the Vikings. And Neither of those worked out for you. Yeah. Yeah. And then they uh <laughs> and then yesterday they were playing the Cardinals. So uh, apparently whenever I they, they win two-thirds of the games when I cheer for them. So <laughs> So, yeah, I might I might just cheer for them the rest of the way out. So they just get like even worse draft pick. The one game. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We still play them. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, okay, we so I'll I'll cheer for them all except for one game. From yes, yeah, the so
0: Packers on, so. get Browns, Vikings, Lions, yeah. and essentially yeah. if they win two of those, they they just about have it. Not entirely because I think the Cowboys have a tiebreaker. Um, I believe the Cowboys play the Buccaneers next week as well, so that could be an interesting one in terms of final seeding coming up here. So. Packers have a chance if they just if they can win out which is never a given. Uh but if they mm-hmm. can,
1: that's something where,
0: you know, that that first seed is is something they currently hold and could hold out.
1: Well, they so, don't even have to win out to get the number 1 seed. They can go 2 and 1, right? They can depending on
0: if they end up tied alone with with the Cowboys, I think they end up losing to the Cowboys on tiebreakers. So weird. The, yeah. There's that's some weird a, stuff there. So it, it cause it gets done with really like odd. conference
1: records and things like that. So yeah. Okay. But yeah. But, but either way, the other teams have to win out for the Packers to No, Oh my God. Sorry. I'm going to break the fourth wall, John. Okay. So the bears, the bears down 17 three had numerous chances at the end zone at the end of this game. <laughs> and they literally just ran the ball out of bounds with one second left in the game to stop the clock. To make one heave into the end zone at the end of the game, <laughs> which would have had it be 10 to 17 with no time left. I don't know what they were doing. And then they didn't even get it because Cole Clement came up half a yard short. Oh, geez. Um, and so now they're going to go to review to see if it was a touchdown or not, a meaningless touchdown. Like, what were the Bears doing? yeah well, who knows? Uh, like I mean, that's this this is the epitome of the Bears this year, like, oh, we're gonna go full bore to the end where the other team doesn't care. Yeah, you know, like you may they as well. couldn't practice score, at that. We couldn't score the last three times. The, the Vikings did nothing in the second half. they had one early touchdown. The Bears could not score on numerous attempts inside the red zone. Okay, so they got a touchdown. So that makes it seventeen to nine. They're not going to kick it because of you know they had to get that right for gambling purposes. And <laughs> and now Nagy's at midfield barking that they need to try the extra point to get to ten. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Oh my god, are are you serious?
0: <sighs> he's getting fired, and he knows that he's just trying to.
1: The, the Bears get are such a piece of crap organization. Like he's 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 literally not leaving the sidelines till so they kick the extra point. <laughs> the Vikings are on their way to the tunnel. Okay, I, I don't. Know. Let's uh, just anyways, move moving on. on, here. on. I'm, move I'm sorry. On. I'm just I'm just ribbing. It's my two least favorite teams playing each other, and yeah, it's, yeah. it was absolutely terrible. And Matt Nagy is storming off the field now. And they're didn't all get to they're kick two
0: there. bad teams, and the Vikings are just oh trying to stay <laughs> in, in playoff contention. It's fine. It is what it is. All right, everybody. They both um, are terrible. The second the second <laughs> biggest story though we have is the the Badger uh, volleyball team brings home the national championship this week. Yeah, they do. Um two incredible <laughs> games in the final four. Uh taking down yes. previously undefeated 32 and 0 Louisville. Yeah. In, in five. And it was mm-hmm. just back and forth. Um I think every single of the first four games went to or sets, pardon me, went all the way to they they were they were wins by two points, right? Like each one mm-hmm. was just a two a two set win or game win. Um yeah. And then they get to the 15 and the Badgers got to a point where it was 8-6 if I remember correctly. And then just went on a tear. And just <laughs> they won by several they you know just just walked away with it towards the end. Um and got back to the final. Uh, so and then then they got to play Nebraska for the third time this year, which is and uh-huh. if you haven't been following uh, volleyball, that is I don't know how to say, you know the Alabama, the Notre Dame you know the historical great champion uh five time national champion consistent powerhouse of of uh, of women's volleyball and you have to go through them i think i mean like that that's the feeling right like y- you get your first one beating the best one you know if, the, if like if the badgers finally got into a national championship game in football and the game they have to play against is you know alabama or notre dame you're just like wow to get through right. one of those great glorious traditions to get there and they had to do it um and they lose was, they lost the first one came back and won and then they got i think they got the, they got the second they
1: were up 2-1 and ended up they really were but they won the they won the second and third and then they lost the fourth they were real close in the fourth one they only lost that one 25 to 22 i think
0: the second one they had to battle back big cuz they won that one 31-29 I mean, Mm -hmm. like, they were behind and came all the way back and then had to keep point to point to point to point Um, because it's first to 25 win by two for the first Mm -hmm. four sets. And uh, just it was a very long match, and the whole thing just kept going on and on. Um, The fourth one, I I was very upset because there was a very just complete phantom. It was called uh, an out-of-bounds strike by Nebraska. They challenged it. On the challenge, yeah. they called it a touch. There's no touch. There was nothing. There it was so phantom. On every single view, you can tell, like not a single finger moved backwards.
1: All and right. it was. Um, Yulia, you're talking to the. You're talking to the fifth set, right? No, the fourth set. There was one too. Oh, the fourth set. There was one too. Oh, okay. I must yeah, have walked. I watched. That, I watched second set on. I, so I'm going to yeah, get yeah, to that must... one
0: too. But the fourth set, there yeah. was one. uh, Yulia, uh Orzow... Uh, had mm. one where you know she did not Get the block you can tell not a single finger Moved nothing mm. Nothing moved they were all pointing forward And none of them went back like, it, it defies the laws of physics that this ball Went through her finger and it didn't move her finger Like that's incredible strength and yeah. by the way Impossible It's an impossibility that she touched that ball It's not right. physically possible That was a two point swing because it took A point away from the Badgers and gave it to The Huskers That was the difference in yeah. that match
1: Right. What 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 really amazes me is that in high level college volleyball with all the camera equipment that NCAA has for football games, they couldn't have borrowed one single pylon HD cam that takes 5000 frames per second and can slow it down so you can see a hair on a chin touching out of bounds line. And we're watching VHS. VHS slow Standard. motion from 1988 Standard with def. blurry ball with with blurry volleyballs and fingers that you can't even see like they were showing the replays I'm like nobody can see this like this is this is garbage like how do they not have HD cameras down there like how right. couldn't they just get a couple on loan from University of Cincinnati or you know bring some <laughs> down from uh Ohio State they were in Columbus you know, th- yeah. They're, oh, sorry. They were in Columbus. Yeah. yeah. Bring them over from Ohio state. They have them at practice. Yeah. You know, like, like how did they not, they they, they were low def like in, in, and you know, and I don't care. I I'm, I'm as I'm as eh about instant replay as anybody at this point. Cause I feel it slows down the game and ruins national championships. Like it did <laughs> on at, in game five, which you'll get to, but yeah. Um. you know, national championship celebrations and could possibly have sent one team reeling. But anyways, um, yeah. How do you not have a good camera at the net for things like that? Yeah. Like, I, I don't it, understand. It like, was still you even on see the it. camera. They I had you could was...
0: tell no finger moved. It was absolutely 100 percent. Right. No touch
1: 100 percent.
0: Right. There's no doubt. Right. You can't have watched that and believe that. Right. And like you said, there's another one in the fifth set. And it was on uh, and, and I get Nebraska challenging it because it was the kill well, it wasn't a kill because it was actually a foul it was is it was a, or not a she, foul. she
1: she sailed it out she sailed the spike sailed out of bounds. bounds right over top of red key and uh rah, 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 and it went it out, out of bounds smart. long and wisconsin started celebrating because that was the 15th point it yep. w- was it was it would have made it 15 to 10. and they broke it down and like you can see anything like there's no fingers moving or anything like that and they came out and called it a touch and it's like there's no yeah. way and there was only two angles like yeah there was the straight ahead and, and from batting the, the line yeah and yeah there's like nothing two. on either of them it right. was unbelievable N- none at the none at the net and none of them you couldn't i i couldn't tell and in that case it was called out of bounds you're supposed to go with indisputable video yeah. evidence and they didn't they went with speculative evidence
0: yeah they guessed that maybe it did i was like you've got to be kidding me well and the very next week the the, Re- reiki, was so reiki great. shoved that ball so far down, down nebraska's throat, throat. throat. It was so good she came right at him. She
1: was 20 feet in the air and that ball came down at a 75-degree angle. Yeah,
0: she came like from the middle. It was
1: insane. And worked the slide behind Hilly and came up and just buried that thing. Um, just There was, was no one at the net, just nothing but hardwood and over. and that ball bounced about 20 feet up in the air after it bounced off the ground.
0: And, and what have we said all year was the biggest thing that hurt the Badgers? They always lose on blocks. And they right. murdered Nebraska on blocks. On this blocks, was, it was just, yeah. It was like 21-8 at one point. It was just killer. It was amazing. <laughs> they beat them. By,
1: they almost had, what, almost 20 more blocks than Nebraska did. It was ridiculous. Yeah, they, got, they won on blocks. That last set,
0: getting into the fifth set, the Badgers got up 7 nothing. had several key blocks and some just big kills. I mean, the fact that they Nebraska had the first serve, and you were able to take the point off of that immediately, running your system, and then – You take the next six off your own serve, taking six straight points on your own serve. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was that that was the senior leadership. That was, you know, five time All-American AVCA player of the year, Dana Retke and the rest out there just taking care of it. Um, And then they took Dana out for a little bit, got her uh, a rotation out. And then she came in and finished it because um, it was getting closer. And she came in right. and killed it to fifteen ten. Badgers take the national championship, the first national championship in what is I believe their fourth or I think it's their fourth or fifth uh, final fourth, four. Fourth. It's the yeah. third straight final four. So it's final four, then championship game, and now champion in the last three years. Right. Now,
1: no, this was Sheffield's coach Sheffield's fourth national championship game. I think. Right. That sound right. I don't know, not
0: with the Badgers, I don't think so, um, but it's two in a row, So I mean, and, right. and finally getting that, that championship, such a great, great moment for the state of Wisconsin. The Nebraska-Wisconsin game that happened um, second to last week of the season, which decided the Big Ten champion, uh, that was the highest rated women's volleyball game in U.S. history. I have to believe this was at least as high, if not higher, because... Everybody was talking about it. It was everywhere in Wisconsin. Everybody talking about it. Um, Let me tell you this: Wisconsin women's sports just saving the state. uh, Generally speaking, (laughs) Uh, not women's basketball. Uh, They fired their coach last year and they're starting rebuild. But
1: yeah, the hockey and volleyball, hockey and volleyball,
0: volleyball. just killing for the last three years. Uh, The women's – just think about this: in our lifetime, Aaron, we have seen a Heisman Trophy, we have seen a Hobie Baker, we have seen a Patty Casmire, we have seen an AVCA coach of the player of the year. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, just what have we been getting? Oh, and, um, a Naismith, a Naismith yep. for f- Kaminsky. Mm-hmm. We have seen that in how many different sports now it's, it's fantastic. Uh, right. so that was wonderful okay. to see.
1: And, and on, t- you know, back to Redkey too, like she might be the only five time first team all American. any Mm -hmm. sport ever there's a couple out there right now due to covid that was an available option like any other any other player who has four years five years of eligibility with a red shirt um that's not going to happen and you know she she didn't have to come back this year her and uh the other three seniors did not have to come yeah Yeah, her roommate didn't have to come back this year but they did and for good reason too and i mean she was on um she was on with heller and uh ted davis on uh the game out of milwaukee and madison today um and uh first of all what a well-spoken young lady holy smokes grounded she's so just great. absolutely grounded talking about how she's got off to europe in january to you know just like in a couple of weeks to go play pro volleyball and this is her last semester you know she came back just for this semester to play and uh because <laughs> she could and uh, yeah. uh you know and they didn't they came back and you know, as far as, you know, the future, um, help me out with the name. Who was the freshman that was MVP of the tournament?
0: Oh, Smrek Anna Smreck, who yeah. She killed yeah. in the, the semifinal. And yeah. And then
1: yeah, so, the other freshman, so, so,
0: Yulia Orzal, was the Big Ten Freshman of the Year.
1: Right. Yeah. So, I mean, and so they've got a good, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, Red is uh, all world. She's one of the best players yeah. in the world, probably, especially definitely collegiate level. She's great. I mean, she's yeah. player of the year, but uh, you know, she's, she's going to have a, a bright future in volleyball and girl can hit. Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah, she can um, strike. That, that spike was literally her just God, that felt good to watch her. Just absolutely <laughs> smash that ball. Um, it was a hell of a spike anyways. Uh, yeah. I mean, that was so downhill. It didn't even make it to the, uh, uh, to the front line. I, it was just straight down, man. And she came so close to a net net violation too, but didn't. Um, but <clears throat> what's one thing that's good for recruiting? I mean, that any any girl who's out there determining who they want to go play volleyball for, I mean, it's going to be Wisconsin first, Nebraska second, because those teams play their butts off. Yeah, those, those and, are two great teams. And Nebraska really played their butt off against Pitt too. But I mean, especially Wisconsin, the way they won – some of the bad calls I had to work through uh, Dana Redkey and the other seniors. And I mean, so recruiting is going to be good because that's always good after national championships work out very well for recruiting. Um, the coach obviously loved by his players, you know, oh, yeah. like just standing back and letting them and just crying on the sidelines, watching all of proudly watching all of his players, you know, so he got a good <coughs> a bump out of it. And then they already have good, good young players on the team. Going forward, I think Wisconsin volleyball's got a good future on it. So, yeah. you know, I'm not I'm not gonna throw a word around throw around the word dynasty, but <laughs> man, I, it's I mean yeah. definitely definitely get some games in next year. It's gonna be fun.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh the only things we'll talk about here, I guess, is um Badgers beat Nichols State and we all said that it happened and we don't care. They're gonna play Morgan State next and they're gonna <laughs> at
1: one point they at one point they were down like twelve points. It was yeah,
0: this is funny, like they went into half down thirty-seven twenty-eight, and then just yeah. then decided to play again, and uh, oh, just crushed them. Oh, all. this
1: is oh, Nichols State. Oh, Nichols isn't even a state. Got it. Not okay. A state. okay.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. So it just did not play well, but it's a, that slow start thing again. It just they they have had that this year. If they can figure out a way to start a little faster, they're going to be in some. They're going to be in pretty decent shape. But yeah, no, they've had slow starts against three or four different teams. Um, this one, it didn't nip him in the butt because Nickel State isn't good.
1: Uh, oh, <laughs> the, oh like Nickel a, State. Oh, I thought you said Michigan State. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Sorry. Let's get, Come on, chaps. Let's go play now. <laughs> uh, Marquette had
0: a big one against uh, Xavier. 22-ranked uh, Xavier Musketeers. Um, they're an 11-1 oh. team, and Marquette fell. It's their first conference game, so they're 0-1 in conference. Just the biggest thing is, I mean, they kept Xavier to 80. Xavier did not shoot particularly great. I mean, they shot 42% and 27.8% from the floor. Marquette made more shots. They both made the same number of shots from uh, from the field. Uh, they're both, was a 27 of 65 for Marquette and 27 of 63 for Xavier. Marquette shot 9 of 26 from 3 and... Uh, Xavier was five of 18 from three. So it looks like wow, this should kind of win, except for uh, Xavier made 21 free throws. Marquette took 12. Mm. So they were 21 of 35 from free throws. Marquette had 25 personal fouls in this game. I mean that that is where you lose this game. You lose that on the personal fouls. The free throws are the difference in this game. Um, right. They're trying to play. Uh, an up-tempo the defense, they want to stick with you. They're going deep into their bench. Uh, lots of playing time for guys like Prosper and Mitchell. Elliot getting 29 minutes in this one. Uh, Igodaro getting big minutes as well. But, yeah, even Igodaro on the bench is getting four fouls. Elliot fouls out of this game uh, from mm-hmm. the bench. Morcel gets four. Uh, Kolek gets four. Uh, yeah, just y- you can't do that. Um, fairly young team, generally speaking, like we've talked about before, dumb mistakes, just dumb mistakes and sloppy play. And you can't win games in the big East doing that, but they'll get better. The, the defense is still solid, but they do have to shoot and they do have to avoid the the stupid mistakes like that. They can't keep doing that. Um, wow. The bucks aren't, uh, we're, we're ending this on lower notes here with Milwaukee city of Milwaukee basketball with Marquette and the bucks bucks decided to give us a two game losing streak. Heading into the weekend here, right? Um, the Cavs is the one that's the more interesting because the Cavs the Cavs game matters. Uh, the Cavs, like okay. we talked about last week, that's one of the top four teams in the East right now, uh, and weird. they beat they I beat know, the It
1: su- just sounds weird hearing you say
0: that. I know. I mean, the Bucks have also did suddenly... LeBron come back? No, no. Okay. But the the Bucks suddenly also dealing with COVID issues. DiVincenzo was just about to start again he was just about to come <laughs> back well not start but come back and now he has covid off the bench he gets covid Have uh po- Bobby Portis missing time with covid so yeah, yeah. um most of oh, the nba the... missing time with covid
1: no i was going to say it's running rampant through the nhl and the nba right now it's uh it's yeah there's the
0: nhl has stopped all cross border travel all games between united states and canadian teams is now stopped so yeah mm. Well the Bucks get Which a couple are, good ones that they should be able to win here though heading into that Christmas Day game that we're we're talking about the the Celtics right. game that we've been looking forward to. Right. They get the Rockets who are just terrible. <laughs> that is a garbage fire. It's just just <laughs> terrible. Uh and, and then can, the Mavericks I and
1: I and I couldn't be happier even though James Harden is even there. <laughs> he's there. Yeah,
0: he's still just like bad for the people who rooted for him. So like, yeah, take that. Yeah. And then the Mavericks um they get that one. That'll be an NBA TV and then we'll get to see the Bucks on Christmas Day. one thirty start. Not noon, but one30 there
1: oh, It'll be a little overlap, but NBA games are fast. Well, so. they'll get
0: a two-game period to try to get healthy and to get a little momentum before they head into that game. So we'll see how we're feeling uh, coming into that game after these two. And hopefully they can get a little momentum going on their side. Um, the only other things I guess we, we even have to say is we're still going to talk about you know Badger football getting ready for Arizona State. Uh, there's no men's or women's hockey uh, cause they're waiting until there's the winter classic thing that they're going to be doing holiday classic, whatever they're calling it at the Fiservs forum for the men. Women don't play till January and U to be wrestling is four and oh and number 16th ranked in the country. Good for them.
1: Yeah. Speaking of sports, that'll get shut down for COVID.
0: <laughs> 100%. <laughs> All right. God. Anything else to add though, Aaron? Uh,
1: I, I did. I was going to say, uh, I had a couple things. Um things. Uh, uh Kind of Packers related and uh A because I hate the Vikings. Did you see that stuff with Bishaw Breland with the Vikings over the weekend? No, I just I just saw they cut him. Yeah, he got in a fight on Saturday, took off his cleats, and was attacking people with them. As he's one a, does. He's, he's a he's a piece of work. Uh what's we your have... uh who's who's your, who's your favorite uh who's your favorite player on the uh Ravens, Dusenberry or Duvernay? Oh Duvernay. Dusenberry uh, sounds Texas. like a Duesenberry sounds like a steam powered car, and Duvernay <laughs> sounds like a piece of furniture. Um, it does. Yeah, we'll just move it over there by the Duvernay. Yeah, put the Duvernay over by the Davenport. Uh, set the Amois um, by the Duvernay. Uh, yes. Uh, friend of the show, uh, Pete Owen, found a cool event for veterans yesterday in Milwaukee. Nice. It was a meet and greet with uh, Bucks players, and uh, oh. they uh, <laughs> they raise they raise money to uh, help out uh, veterans with. Um, uh, you know who are geo bachelors and uh, relocated and stuff like that, and um, so he went to that event and got to hang out with George Hill and uh, Drew Holiday and uh, Jordan Nuara and uh, our boy Sandro Mamu Mamu uh, Mamu Kalashvili. Yes. Yeah, he told me what they actually call him. Uh, turns out uh, Drew Holiday is a super nice guy. So is George Hill, and uh, so is Jordan Nuara. Nice. So uh, and All then right. and now he has last COVID. what's now- that? And now he has COVID no <laughs> they, who doesn't though i mean who really I who don't. doesn't i don't um and then uh um then uh last but not least uh the the one thing i that's really uh, popped into my head now that we have games you <clears throat> remember the nfl was going to take that hard line if, if you have a team that can't be fielded because of covid you're going to forfeit and that they changed their tune real quick when entire teams that were vaccinated didn't have enough players to play um what do you think the chances of us seeing a delay in the NFL season at Not some high. point? Here? They're going to do this and they'll punish you by making a play <laughs> on Tuesday. I mean, what happens if they're like postponing an entire week because, it, you know, most teams can't put anybody out there? You know, well, I think I mean,
0: what they've already said is they're going to change their protocols somewhat. First off, to tighten some things down, but also to make it easier for vaccinated, asymptomatic people to get back on the field.
1: How weird is it going to be when we have playoff football without fans again?
0: <laughs> I don't think they're going to get to that yet. I mean, well, I if mean, it hasn't for, happened for, yet. For then I it's mean, not going to happen. The playoffs don't start for a month. If it hasn't happened happen now, if it hasn't happened now, what's going to change? I mean, like we're already kind of right back where we used to be. Like our numbers are terrible right now. Terrible. What else is going to change? What else is going to change? That's going to make it right. a difference to the NB to the NFL owners. To make them want to not put fans out there.
1: I don't know. I don't know either.
0: All right, everybody, thank you for joining us again this week for yeah. another week of, uh, of Packers and Wisconsin sports all over the place. So uh, remember to follow us on Twitter at Scotty Johnny Pod at Not So Humble Host and at Cheddar Talk. And remember, whether you are in the town or on the go, it is always on Wisconsin. This has been the Scotty Johnny Podcast. Remember to find the boys on Twitter at Johnny one or online at ScottyJohnny.com. Thanks for listening and on Wisconsin.